initiate startup process. Now, all the way live. Hey, yo, <laughs> y'all know what this is. Jamming the most hip-hop and R&B. I want to introduce to y'all. Infamous. Call your friends and tell them it's going down now. It's going down. Woo! You understand that? This is live. Let's go. In five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Boom Bap Nation Live Interactive Series. I'm your host, the infamous Amadeus. Make sure you follow Boom Bap Nation on all social media platforms. Uh, Boom Bap Nation is bringing you an amazing experience here where we're letting people on Facebook interact with some of their favorite artists of all time. And um, when you talk about favorite artists, uh, the, the, the man the man in front of me is synonymous. He needs no introduction. Uh, one of the greatest MCs of all time. Uh, cool G Rap, welcome to Boom Bap Nation Live Interactive Series. We're shaking, we're shaking, baby. Thanks for having me. Nah, th- thanks for coming. You know, look at, looking back in your career, I mean, you've been in hip-hop, you know, 30-something years. Um, what does it mean for, for, for you to be respected so much and to be consistently considered in the top five MC category, not only by the fans, but by your peers? Um, um, yeah, well, I mean, it means everything. You know what I'm saying? I mean, especially coming from um, the era I come from, you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, this, this is, these are the times when dudes is doing it, you know what I'm saying, because they wanted to be noted, you know, for, uh, you know, level of skill, capability, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Um, a, cat, a cat coming from the time I come from, you know what I'm saying, it definitely means a lot, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, we always we always see like the top five MC conversation floating around every so often um, on social media and of course radio. In your opinion, though, um, besides yourself, what do you think are the qualifications for someone to actually be considered in this elite group of hip hop artists? <clears throat> what 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 would be the qualifications? Yeah, what would be like the general co- qualifications? Well, right now? No, in general. Like, just when we're discussing, you know, top five MCs of all time, for someone to be in that conversation, because we also, we, it gets thrown around. It's like, oh, this guy and that guy. So what do you think would be, like, the general criteria? General criteria is, is um, you know, um, being as original as possible. I know that's tough because, you know, like, hip-hop been around for many decades now. Mm-hmm. And, um... And it's hard. It's it's hard to do what what hasn't been done already. But it's all about your approach. You know what I'm saying. So you you just gotta have that unique approach. You know what I'm saying. How you bring how you bring like if it's about bringing the streets, it's how you bring the streets. <clears throat> um, another thing would be just um, you know, I mean, well, identify with spitters. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. So it's always about being the wordsmith to me. You know what I'm saying. You gotta you gotta have the ability to play with words. You know what I'm saying? These, these to me are the things that make you uh, considerable for a top five list. You know what I'm saying? Being a wordsmith. Mm-hmm. Um, being um, universal, meaning not stuck in just one um, one mode. You know what I'm saying? You can do it uh, a regular song mode. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, to get, the, to get that uh, <clears throat> whether it's street record, radio record, you know what I'm saying? But to me, I jumped, I jumped the stories and everything else. You know what I'm saying? So it's the subject matter. You know what I'm saying? Topics, topics you, um, <clears throat> you tend to go in on, on, on your, um, <clears throat> on your album or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, so these are the things that, uh, that put you in that elite status. In your opinion, uh, G, if you could put 
uh, five MCs in, in that category, your top five MCs, who would that be? Mm. Um, I would have to say uh, Melly Mel. Melly Mel. Start with Melly Mel. Then I would go to um, Rakim. Rakim. King. KRS. What's that for? That's four. Hmm. Then I got. Then I got to put my boy Nas. Oh Nas, uh, super super amazing MC. Uh, uh G, you, you're credited amongst um pretty much everyone as the godfather of not only gangster rap but the rapid fire flow. What what made you come up with this type of assassinating lyrical um style that that we've seen you throughout the years? It was a combination of things. It was um, the influences of a Melly Mel, the influences of of, of a Kumo D, um, Grandmaster Cass, um, my boy Silver Fox. Shout out to my boy Silver Fox from the Fantasy Three. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a combination of the influences from all these cats that would, uh, you know, mold mold G rap into what G rap became. Yeah, you know I mean? no, definitely. Uh, we're live right now on Facebook.com slash Boombat Nation. I'm your host, the infamous Amadeus. We have the legendary Cool G Rap. Um, if you want to ask a question, just uh, put it in the chat. I can see everything that's going on in the chat. Um, early in your career, um, when you aligned yourself with the Juice Crew and we, we created this song, It's a Demo, and Mr. Magic, um, you know, went and broke it on the radio during uh, Mr. Magic's Rap Attack. What was that process like back in the 80s? Um, just working your record in a new birth sound that we never heard before hip hop. I mean, um, number one, that was an amazing time. Um, number two, when I did, um, it's a demo. I had no idea that it would turn out to be my um, first single. Mm-hmm. Um, hence the title it's a demo. You know what I'm saying? I thought very, I thought very well that was going to end up being a record like that. I would shop around, you know what I'm saying? To try to get a situation. Mm-hmm. Try to get a situation popping, but that was one trip to the studio. Um, Polo took me to Molly Mall crib. I laid the um, it's a demo record down on fly, and it ended up being my first single. And um, for that time, it was incredible. You know what I'm saying? These are the uh, the days of um, Mr. Magic on BLS. Um, well, my man Chuck chill out, red alerting them down there on um, hot hot ninety seven or was it ninety eight point seven? Um, but they was yeah, it, that, that that was um hip hop, not not in this um infancy, but the golden era about to explode. What it would eventually become, uh, what what we saw towards the eighties and and the late nineties. Uh, the debut album, "Road to Riches," amazing classic album, nineteen ninety eight. It dropped. What was the process like creating that album, releasing it, and um, and then you know, obviously, um, just 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 becoming what you would become in hip hop. I mean, I was so young, I was having fun with it. You know what I'm saying? It was about um. Me going back and forth to Molly Mall crib. Um, started off, I was um, taking trips to a different part of Queens, but then um, Molly would eventually move and relocate somewhere else. So now, now what was a hop, skip, and a jump turned out to be pretty much like a long, long journey out to uh, Molly crib and all that. 
Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> so it was, um, it made it more adventurous and it made it more exciting going in the studio because it was really like getting away. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like my first interaction with like um, uh, going, going, up, going somewhere far to record and all that. So it was just a bunch of new experiences. You know what I'm saying? A bunch of new experiences being in the studio um, full time. Now it's, this is pretty, very much like a, a, a occupation to me now. Yeah. Um, versus, versus me going thinking I'm doing a demo record. Now this is totally different. Now this is, this is really what I do now. So, I mean, it was, um, it was a lot of fun putting that record together. <clears throat> um, memories behind all the tracks. What have you? You know what I'm saying? Um, unforgettable experience. We had three albums under the Cool G Rap uh, DJ Polo imprint, and then you went solo. What was the decision to actually go solo, and then how did that affect the way you recorded when you were actually just cons- basically moving on your own? <clears throat> I mean, um, uh, it was it wasn't like. Um, I went solo, you know, in, in the sense of uh, bad blood between me and, and Polo or nothing like that. <clears throat> it was just, um, yeah, it was three albums, but three albums was over a period of seven years and just do, do something different. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, like sort of like, you know, how people um, reinvent themselves mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just felt the desire to just, you know, bring something different to the table. And um, and that was the reason behind me coming out with a Coogee Rap solo album. Now, you're not from Queensbridge, but Queensbridge has played such a remarkable impact on on hip-hop. I mean, Queens in general, you know, Southside, you know, you're from Corona, uh, Queensbridge. Did you guys know that or could you kind of feel that this was going to be an everlasting impact on hip-hop? Um, especially moving into the 90s because the, the explosion in the 80s was undeniable, but the 90s really set the tone for what we would see hip-hop to become. I can't speak for everybody, but, um, you know, what I would think, you know what I'm saying? You know, I don't know if um, anybody else felt, felt the same way, but when you're caught up in, in, in the moment of it, I don't even think you think about how long this is going to be around or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? You're not thinking about those detailed questions like that. Mm-hmm. You're just you're just you just become totally enveloped and in, 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 um and what you're doing and, and um having fun with it. You know what I'm saying? And and so many things just start happening for you like <clears throat> out of nowhere. Like yeah, you're um you're constantly recording. You're moving around, you're traveling, you're doing shows, you're performing. So you you become so um so consumed in this um, entertainment industry, in the world of uh, in the world of being on stage and in the studio and meeting people and politics and then all that, you know what I'm saying? That I don't even think you think about yo how long yo this is gonna be around for what another another seven eight ten years? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't even think you think like that. Yeah. <clears throat> cut, 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 cut. These these are the things you think about after you got time in. Yeah. Uh, kind of just living in the moment. Uh, one of the things that we do here at Boom Bap Nation's live interactive series, G-Rap, is we like to ask the story behind the story. And as I'm scanning the chat, um, the symphony, one, one of the most classic records of all time, how did that actual record come about? I was just told to go to Marley Craig. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and when I got there, I seen Craig G 
MySpace was already there, and they, they already had late verses to the symphony track. And then Molly came to me like, "Yo, I need you to, um, you know, do something to that." So, um, <clears throat> you know, I went in, did what I did. The verse, first time I spit my verse, it was too long. Um, I remember rapping in the tape. Actually, rolled off the reels. So I had to short my verse. I didn't know King was supposed to get on it. But that's when I did that, that's when um Marley, you know, informed me that, like, yo, I need room for King to get on this, da 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 da. Cause, you know, nobody told me what it was about. Yo, you know, we you go in the studio to do a collaboration, you know what I'm saying? Niggas is just like, yo, we need you to um shoot over the Marley crib. And that's how it played out. Then we saw this amazing record in the early 90s where you and uh, what will become one of the most legendary MCs, Nazir Jones, on the 456 album. I mean, such an amazing record. The sample was dope. Um, the video was dope. I think, like, in the beginning, were you, like, ironing your clothes, like, like in the crib, uh, in, in the like, in the first part of the video? <laughs> <laughs> that- I don't even remember, my <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Uh, 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 I ain't see that particular video in so long. Yeah. Well, let's talk about let's talk about that record. Um, how did that record come about? Then choosing Nas to come on the record with you. I mean, Nas is like that. That was easy math right there because I was already working with Nas um, prior to him coming out, prior to Search bringing him out. Matter of fact, that's how Search met Nas was through me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Search hit me up one one night. Like, yo, G, what y'all doing? You know what I'm saying? In the crib, chilling, you know what I'm saying? Recording and all that. And then he shot through the crib and the Nas is there. You know what I'm saying? Not even known to the world as Nas yet. You know what I'm saying? Just a young cat that had fire. Yeah. And I, you know, I introduced him to um, search, to search to him. And um, we played some stuff. Nas is recording in my studio, my crib at that time. And and that's that's all search I had to hear. You know what I'm saying? I went away to do my album in California, and, and by the time I came back, you know what I'm saying? Search and I was at linked up, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and Search walked into, into that situation. And then finally, the last record I want to ask you was on Mob Deep's album, The Realist. This was actually the first time, it, you know, I heard Cool G Rabbit. I was like, who, who is this guy? And I had to go back and listen to the whole catalog. <laughs> um, the Realist record, how did gotcha. that come out? Um, I was in New York, um, um, one time in my, um, in my promotional van. <clears throat> um, I had put out a record, well, I was about to put out an album called Roots of Evil. Mm-hmm. So I was in my, um, prom- my promo van and we had went up to, um, around there by the Apollo. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think Mob might've been performing or something that night, but it was definitely there. Whether they, whether they was performing or not, they was there. Because when Prodigy seen my promo van, he ran up on the van. Like, yo, 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 G-Rap. And um, we linked up like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Exchanged, exchanged all the, the props to each other. Yada, yada. And um, exchanged the math. And then he called me up. Like, yo, yo G, I need you to get on this. This, this, you know, this, this heater I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I met him up in the studio, and we wrote everything right there on the spot. Mm-hmm. 
you know, he wrote his shit. I wrote my shit. He wrote the chorus and just, and just told me, like, yo, G, we're going to go back and forth on the chorus. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, bet, bet. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much how that record came about. Um, You you work with a number of producers, uh, G-Rap. Is there any producer in particular, maybe like one or two producers that were your favorite or maybe someone that you just had like an amazing chemistry with that you kind of connected immediately as a musician? I mean... I love working. I love working with everybody I work with. Um, uh, like cast that did like whole albums with me, or 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 the bulk of an album. Um, so that would be Molly Wong, Lost Professor, my man, um, my man in Cali, Sir Jinx. I love working with all of them. Mm-hmm. All right. You know what I'm saying? It was it was just different experiences. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you know. Yeah, you got East Coast and then you got West Coast, and then you got different time frame. You know, Molly Molly was early with it. Lost Professor came a few years later, and then and then um, Jinx would be later on down the line, and and from a different culture. You know what I'm saying? So, but it was fun. Yeah, it was fun experiencing um all all the differences. You know what I'm saying? The the variety of it. You know what I'm saying? I had a ball. Yeah. <clears throat> We're live right now, Boom Bap Nation, live interactive series. I'm your host, the infamous Amadeus. If you want to ask a question, you can put it in the chat. I'm watching the chat. There's also a Zoom link if you want to jump in and ask G-Rap a question. But you can ask in, in the chat. I see a bunch of songs and, and people are asking. Um, one of the things that I saw in the chat that someone was asking, like, um, you know, battle rap, um, even back then, we saw L, we saw, um, you know, Molly Maul, we saw different people battling. Was there any, like, undercover, like, G-Rat battle that maybe people didn't know about? Maybe, like, you know, subliminal type of, you know, things, exchanges going back and forth? Right? <laughs> any subliminal things? <laughs> yeah. Uh, G-Rat, we asked some tough questions here at Boom Bad Nation. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no doubt. No doubt. You know, you know, way before I ever came out, you know, so I had to be like 13 years old, mm-hmm. and I and my man's father owned a club uptown somewhere called Joe Grant's, mm-hmm. and I used to go to Joe Grant's at 13 years old, and um, and that's how I met my man Silver Fox. Silver Fox, but but later on introduced me to um, the LL Cool J before LL came out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is all of my man's cops club. Mm-hmm. I also would meet Dougie Fresh there mm-hmm. and my man's Pops Club once again. And and it was this uh so I used to be in there rapping with my man Fox, Dougie sometimes, and um it was this kid from the neighborhood named Sergio or whatever. You know what I'm saying? The kid Sergio wanted to battle me. So we we battled and shit. One you know, it was like planned planned like a week, two weeks ahead of time. We battled in the club, you know what I'm saying? And and um, you know, people felt people in the club felt like dude got the best of me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um you know, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, um, I, I mean, he might have been he might have been like he might have been like the better entertaining kind of rapper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you feel me? Because there is a difference. That's like, uh, absolutely, yeah. That's like, that's like you trying to battle Dougie Fresh on stage with, um, with uh, Complex. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, 
You know what I mean? It's like that's that's you you ain't you ain't gonna um, you ain't gonna pull that one off. Yeah, you know no. what I'm saying. So he might, yeah, he, yeah. That's like cannabis going against Dougie Fresh on stage. Yeah, it's, it's, ain't gonna happen. Yeah, it, it, it ain't gonna happen. Actually, uh, uh, Vince just told me we actually have someone that actually wants to ask a question. Vince, can you patch him through? Uh, the person that wants to ask a question. We're live right now. Boom Bap Nation Interactive Series on Facebook. I'm your host, Infamous Amadeus. Listen to me on SiriusXM Shade 45, the Lord's Series special every single Thursday, 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. And of course, FM Radio. Um, I'm, I'm live on FM Radio, multiple markets. I have the legendary Cool G Rat. Uh, we're, we're asking a bunch of questions. I think uh, somebody's trying to patch him through. So, someone, someone asked. Um, in the chat, how much unreleased music do we have in the vault? Um, you know what? I released I released a, a good handful of it. Um, when I when I um, put my album um, "Return of a Dawn" out there, mm-hmm. <clears throat> that a lot of yeah, a lot of stuff from that album was like from um, two thousand four, five, six. Mm-hmm. And it came out 2017. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I let go a good handful. You know what I'm saying? But as far as um, what would be left in the votes, I mean, I got a few treats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wouldn't say I got like a hundred, a hundred unreleased tracks or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But I could probably pull out a good, a good 15 to 20. Gee, it's hard to, to stay at the lyrical level you've been for the last 30 years. I mean, it's, you know, we see guys fall off five years, maybe two years. Um, how do you say shot? <laughs> it's true, though. I mean, this is the infamous hour boom. I, mean, I, mean, you, you know, I, I heard you like, you know, spit up like, you know, like two years ago. And I'm like, damn, he spit it better than he did in the 80s. Um, how, how do we stay so sharp, though, G? Like, how do we stay so sharp with the pen and the wittiness, but more importantly, not lose love for the craft of lyricism? I'm a natural baby. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's there's like no other way, no other way I can explain it. I'm just a natural. You know, I was I, I was born to do what I do. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think there's a few cats out there. You know, they was born to do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To me, Nas is one of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, to me, to me, Jay Z is one of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's a, it's a few. It's a few cats out there, yo. Like, <clears throat> and um, it's like this. Like, you might you might um start doubting somebody, but just like uh like Modi, like but you know Modi back in the days. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, when he got called out, he stepped up to the plate. When LL got called out, he stepped up to the plate. You know what I'm saying? It's like once you official in this with with this thing right here, with this game, you might take time off or whatever. Or you might relax a little bit. But if a dude sleep on you and wake up that that lion, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's that's the worst thing somebody could do. You know what I'm saying? So, but these are the cats that are just born to do this. Yeah. I'm one of them. No, you're absolutely one of them. And, you know, speaking of guys with legacies, I don't know if you've been watching social media. They have, like, this versus thing going on where they have two legendary MCs, that, you know, just artists, and they basically battle catalog for catalog. If, if they call G-Rap tomorrow, if they call G-Rap tomorrow, because essentially it's like a music celebration. It's like you're celebrating each other's catalog. Um, if you could pick one person that you would go into a versus type of situation. 20 songs, 20 songs celebrating the music. Um who would who would be your pick to go on with you? 
I mean, I did that, but not in the battle aspect. <clears throat> but I did that on a live show with with um with my boy Kane. Okay, you know what I'm saying, and um and and the, yeah, and you know, that's that's why I wouldn't have been in, in, in a battle aspect anyway because you know we from the same team. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, but I never seen it done before. But me and King just went song after song after song after song. Rather than just, you know, yo, King come out the his set, G-Rack come out the his set. You know, I wanted to do something different. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I told, I talked to King about it. He agreed. And, I mean, that's a rock, baby. You know what I'm saying? You seen Cash doing that over the internet, but we did it live on stage. Yeah, the, the, you know what I'm saying the live the live thing must be you know just super amazing, adding that different element. Now, in the chat, one of the names uh Cool G Rap that keeps popping up is Big Pun. Um, Big Pun, I'm I'm from the Bronx. Big Pun is super lyrical MC. He's absolutely credited you. I, I heard a story that he like literally kneeled down and kissed the ring. Is that is that true? Like, did that actually happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, Pun showed a lot of love, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because uh. I was a real heavy influence on Pun. And, um, you know, real cast ain't scared to give it up because they know they're real, so they don't have no insecurities. You know, you don't mind giving um, the next the next man his props. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I'm the same way. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I never kissed nobody ring before, so to speak, but we all different. We all got different spirits. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I, I give it up to cast that that I feel, you know, they deserve that. Yeah. Uh, uh, a pun. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that was definitely true, though. Yeah. Um, oh, for sure. I've had a bunch of uh, legendary guys here from, you know, Frederick Starf to Onyx. We've had Naughty by Nature. We've had just a bunch of people, and I kind of want to ask I want to ask everybody this question because it's, it's kind of get everybody's opinion. Uh, with the new generation of, of hip-hop, do you mess with it? Do you think it's, you know, you think it's watered down? Are we... Receptive to the new sound that the younger generation has, um, just music in general. I mean, it's not the whole sound of it that I wouldn't say I couldn't give it the whole sound of it because I can. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, do I like everything out there? I don't even think I heard everything out there. Probably in the past, maybe two, three years. Mm-hmm. So I, I I couldn't even tell you who who that dude who the, who those cats none of that right now mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but um but yeah I'm very very um familiar with with the sound of the, the vibe and all that yeah I can rock with it you know what I'm saying it's a, it's just a it's just a different approach yeah it's a different approach it's still it's still hip hop it might not be hip hop in the form of hip hop of G rap of KRS, Public Enemy, mm-hmm. Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know these kids got a different. They got a different bounce mm-hmm. and a different swing. You know what I mean? <clears throat> G, in, in your opinion, uh, what do you think the mute? Why the music shifted so much? You think it was pressure from radio trying to sound like um, chasing what New York radio or whatever radio they were listening to? Do you think it was pressure from social media, maybe record labels? I mean, how, how did we go from, you know, 80 G rap, 90 mob deep, 
you know, kind of 2000s Jay-Z to what we have now? What do you think it kind of got disconnected from the core principles of hip-hop? You know what I think played a part in it? Um, it's like, uh, you know, you know, we all know it started in New York. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's facts. Mm-hmm. But so, so many New York cats wasn't, um, uh, I would say, uh, musicians on the level of, you know, rocking with instruments. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the cats that would that would get into this hip hop thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. These these is uh I never owned an instrument in my life. You know what I'm saying? I think I might have had a knack for drums and all that, but when you go down to the south and all that, you no, know, these these cats go to college more mm-hmm. than um than cats in New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They go to college more. Mm-hmm. So they they joined the band and all that. So this is why they, they they came with a different approach. This is this. I'm not saying that's the whole backbone behind of how the music went the way it went mm-hmm. um, as far as hip hop today. But I think it played a I think it played a major part in it. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, dudes is dudes is in bands and all that at halftime at the football games, college college football and all that. Mm-hmm. So, so they brought a different approach to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just like uh, one of the um, early Master P records, you know what I'm saying? They actually had the marching bands and all that um, in the video and all that, yeah. showing that was a part of their culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't a part of New York cats culture. We didn't go to college like that and mass numbers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some of us did. Some a of lot of us didn't. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have that as a part of our culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I think the music shifted when it went down south. Yeah. And then and then from that, it just morphed into something else. Mm-hmm. Like it kept progressing into something else. And now we got what we got today called trap. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and here we are. G-Rap, we were talking a little bit off air. I have this program called the Punchline Academy where we're developing MCs on social media uh, in, in combination with Boom Bap Nation and Livecast. We've been able to put uh, 13 ciphers on national radio. We put 39 MCs um, and we have like a competition with includes a cipher and a battle. And we have two of our winners that are actually going to come here and spit a 16th legendary Cool G rap. Uh, Vince, can we actually uh, bring, bring one of the winners in right now? Um, Vince, are we ready? I can't hear you. Uh, once again, we're live. Uh, Boom Bap Nation live interactive series. I'm your host, Infamous Thomas Day. It's cool. G Rap is here. Round of applause. Taking your time out. G Rap. I'm kicking with Boom Bap Nation. Yes, um, so, so, Vince, I'm trying to uh, shout, to, shout to Vince. Uh, I actually can't see him. Oh, I see him right there in the corner. Uh, can you hear me, gentlemen? Yeah, yeah, Peace. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I, I can hear you. Uh, we're live right now. Facebook.com slash Boom Bap Nation. I have Cool G Rap. Uh, what's your name? Where you're from? Exile, Southside Jamaica, Queens, New York. All right, Exile, 16 balls of Kooji cool Rap. All right. Yo. Yo. Get like a laundry service trap ball. Devil on fire, the prices are going up. But don't think I won't grab you, Donald Trump. All they do is count me out like they got their stripes. But we find out quick, they ain't about that life. Come out the corner store, holding that Arizona and hoodie one. Hit them shots, bring one nigga, chop and run. Unapologetic, I say what I want, smile big. On another level, they feel me. That's how I like Road warrior, leave the body and call the coroner. Oh, there's Moria, leave a travel here to Astoria. 
black daddy, which I mean black daddy, not black now. Did the building for two hours until she passed out. More than a craft, more than a bag. The world is mine. Cigar and a bubble bath. Excellent. All right, peace. Thank you. Uh G Rap, that was uh Exile. Uh mm. where you from, Exile? You from uh Queens, right? Yeah, yeah, South South. Uh G Rap, any constructive criticism? Yeah, I I I want to give my man a fair shake, so I I can't I can't call it, bro, because I couldn't really hear him like that. Everything sounds mad muffled. You know what I'm saying? So I, I can't I can't even give it an honest um no um opinion. Okay, all right. Well, Exile, uh, thanks for coming to Boom Bat Nation Live Interactive Series. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely punch you in another time, and uh, definitely make sure you get the mics together. All right, appreciate you, brother. Right. All right, uh, Vince, what else do we have, Vince? Vince, we got someone else, right? Uh, once again, live interactive series. Infamous Amadeus. There's actually a uh, a, a chat. Uh, you can actually jump in uh, and talk to us if you want to ask a question to Cool G Rap. He's here uh, while we wait for the next MC. Um, G Rap. Someone was asking, "What is your current playlist of what you're listening to?" Um. Right. Well, right now I'm working on the um, on the album. You know what I'm saying? So, so when, when I'm in that mode, I, I restrain back from um from. From hearing so many other things outside of myself, mm-hmm. because you don't you don't want things to rub off subconsciously. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. So right now, G Rap ain't got nothing in the playlist right now because I'm because I'm in a um lab I'm in lab mode. Okay. All right. Um. So so we actually have another gentleman. He's from Virginia. Uh, introduce yourself, brother. Peace, King. Peace. I go by Samson Casanova, representing Portsmouth, Virginia. Virginia all the way. Two up, two down. All right, let's get to these 16 balls. Let's do it. I said, beef and get you done greasy like Polish chicken. This cool G been on the run for the road to riches. So if they ask a who maneuver, I'm the one that did it. I pull up on you like an Uber if you underbidding. Spend my pain in the gold. Call me Rumpelstiltskin. No, come out the woodwork shooting. Clay Thompson with it. Sonny listening through the hunger. I became a champion. Sleeping on me, I advise you get a stronger hammy. Try that stunting where I'm from and watch your charm vanish. Been the one holding the pillars up. That's why they call me Samson. Damage any buffoon. Philly got one up. Why you hate? I'm getting face from your shorty holding the bun up. Oh, and curse your purse told his youngest running pick the gun up. I was taught to first shoot the fair one to get him done up. I'm blessed. You should see the city view from my living room before Fendi. I was on the come up. No. All right, peace. Hold on. Samson Casanova. Virginia in the building. Uh, and, any, any thoughts on Casanova? What's that? I said, any thoughts on Casanova? Oh, son, son just spit crazy right there. Yeah, my, my dude, my dude went in. Uh, and I ain't saying that because he because he put me in the mix. You uh, know what I mean? Yeah, I appreciate son, that. Son definitely nice, man. And, and definitely got wordplay. All right. I uh, rock with him. Uh, uh, Casanova, shout out your social media real quick. They want to follow you. Samson Casanova on all social media platforms. That's Samson Casanova, C-A-S-I-N-O-V-A. On Instagram, it's Portsmouth, Virginia. Follow me. Okay. All right. Thank you for tapping in. Uh, uh, G-Rap, so so moving forward, we have this new project coming out um, soon. Do we have like a release date or any time frame? And then, you know, I, I saw some people in the chat asking like, oh, you know, we're going to get a cool G-Rap show, but with coronavirus, with social distancing, I mean, how are we going to go about mm-hmm. actually promoting a record in 2020 and beyond? You think it's going to be the same or difficult or? Well, I mean, it's good. It's good. A lot of things shifted over to the internet now. You know, 
We don't have street teams no more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everything is um, all your promotion and marketing and everything is done on the internet anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, <clears throat> I mean, this is what it is. It won't be too much different as far as that's concerned. But as but as far as the live live showmanship and and being on stage, that's that's where we run into problems because you know social distancing. Um, distancing. Yeah. So, social distancing, you know I mean? social distancing playing a part. So, so G Rack, we have this new boom bap sound. Obviously, you had this um, this project with Thirty Eight Special. Who, I mean, probably in the nineties, this guy would have been something else. Production and rapping. We live in a different time now. Mm-hmm. Then we also have Griselda. We have a few other guys. Do, but do you think that um, there may be a mistake being made by the new core of boom bap artists by not creating commercial music? And what I mean by that is not having singles or working records the way that you guys worked records in the 90s and 80s? Well, I mean, the, the whole, what you call um, radio records right now, to me, a lot, a lot of it is not even hip-hop 100%. It's because these are like, a lot, of these, a lot of these records is pop records. You know what I'm saying? So, do I, do I think Griselda should have came out doing pop? Not at all. It's an underground market for boom bap. It's an underground market for what we do as as artists from um of that vibe. You know what I'm saying? And I think you should just uh I think we we should just you know uh cater to our fan bases, cater to our following, and not try to reach too hard, you know what I'm saying, to um to go beyond that. But if it happened, it happened. You know what I'm saying? Because anything can happen in music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It could, it could, a boom bat record could just come out and, 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 um, and, and be a shocker to the world. Yeah. And cat- catapult. <laughs> you know, and, We've seen it before. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We've seen it before. And, and what we have seen is different phases of hip hop in the 80s. We had like this super fast beat, rapid fire flow. Then the 90s came and kind of slowed down. 2000s was samples, and then the 2010s was the transition into auto-tunes. But, gee, you've been around long enough to know that music changes every 10 to 15 years. In your opinion, where do you think the next dominating sound is coming from, or what do you think it may be? Mm. I think I think once so much has been done, it starts, it starts, to, um, it starts to go back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It starts to go back to uh to its uh Yeah, yeah, to its grassroots. Maybe not in the same form, of course not, it wouldn't be in the same exact form, but to a degree it's going it's gonna go back to its grassroots. You know, a lot of people thought that was gonna happen earlier. Yeah. But nah, I think it I think it needed time to to keep evolving. Yeah. First. Mm-hmm. No, because things yeah, things have to go through all the changes that it's going to go through mm-hmm. for it to go back to the, to the grassroots beginning of it. And just scrolling in the chat right now, uh, we're live Facebook.com, Boom Bap Nation. I'm the Infamous Hour. It's Cool G Rappers here. Make sure you follow my FM radio show, The Infamous Hour. Um, scrolling through the chat, um, we, we've been seeing like fans naming like dream collaborative albums of Cool G Rap. We've seen Raekwon there. Of course, we've seen Big Pun. We've seen Big Daddy Kane. But if you could pick one guy that you like, you know what? I would definitely want to pair, do a whole entire project with them, who would it be? Wow, that's that's tough, because uh, I mean, 
I admire so many different cats for for their um skill level. Mm-hmm. Um and for different reasons. Um sometimes I might feel like it, it could be slick rip. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I might feel like it could be um it could be Jay Z. Sometimes I'm feel like it could be Ray. It could be Ray Kwan. You know what I'm saying? So it it just depends. Um what mode I'm in, right? You know, at that given particular moment, am I am I in a storytelling mode? You know what I'm saying? Like I did, uh, like I was on on my album Richest Royalty Respect, mm-hmm. or if I'm just in the or spit flames mode. You know what I'm saying? It would just depend. If I had to answer that right, right, right now, hmm, I would say Jay Z. Jay-Z. This would be like one of my final questions. Uh, we're living in a time where social injustice, um, I mean, there's really nothing different that was going on all these years. It's just now it's more in your face. Media's covering it. Social media is covering it. Do you think we could find like a common balance between society and hypothetically government and police? Uh, what do you think? I mean, you've been around a long time. What do you think would need to happen to kind of unite this whole situation and change the course that we've been seeing in the last four months? Um, I think we just need a continuance of what's been happening already. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, and that's people, um, going out there, letting their voice, their voices be heard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's a, a crazy diverse movement. Mm-hmm. So that's something different that we never seen before. The world never seen that. Yeah. The world never seen um, one black dude in America get killed by the police and the whole world look like they mad. Mm-hmm. The world never seen that. You know what I'm saying? So I think we just need a continuation of that. Um, you know, which we, we, we um, would define as unity. You know what I'm saying? We just need to uh, continue in unity continue standing together. You know what I'm saying? Um, at the end of the day, you know, we uh, everybody all in the same boat. You know what I'm saying? We just getting the um, blunt force of it being on being on the front lines. Yeah. Hooji rap, Jesus Christ. A G rap, Boom Bap Nation Live Interactive Series. We're live on Facebook right now. Uh, final question, uh, 2020 and beyond. We obviously have this new project. What is in store for Cool G Rap? We know we have uh, a, K- a KGR Films, right? So we have we have the film company. Um, do we have any artists coming out under the imprint? Uh, what what is what is happening moving forward with, with G Rap and more importantly the brand? Well, right now I'm working on the album. Um, the album the album is titled Hustlers Bible. You know what I'm saying? And um, <clears throat> I don't have a definite time frame for that right now, but I will I will look. Mm, pretty much took close to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, close, yeah, around that time frame. <clears throat> I will look pretty much close to that time. And um, I'm just in the lab chefing right now, baby. You know what I'm saying? I, um, nobody as far as the artist that I'm bringing out in particular or nothing like that, mm-hmm. but I, I got my eye on a couple of people. Okay, and, and the film company. Um, are, are we pushing the film company forward as well? Because they kind of saw the, the film company kind of come out of nowhere, and even like your social media is named after the film company. So, is film something you discovered like along the way that you kind of had a passion for? 
Absolutely. I mean, I was always like a visual um, rap artist. You know what I'm saying? So I always had interest in being visual. Um, so the, the film company right now is in, is uh, I'm working on my own documentary. Mm-hmm. It's in collaboration with a, uh, <clears throat> with a production team out in um, Canada, Toronto, Canada. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> they call it Real Wolf Productions. So shout for Real Wolf. You know what I'm saying? So this this will be like a, a, a first, I would say, first um, full feature product. Mm-hmm. You know that uh, KGR Films will be in collaboration with um, other outside of me doing videos. Like I did, I did uh, one of the videos me and Thirty Eight did mm-hmm. under KGR Films. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done videos for um, another set of artists out of, uh, what was it, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, you know what I mean? But other than other than, um, other than that, I didn't do a whole lot with it. So this documentary will be like the first full feature um, product. Yeah, full feature product. Round of applause. My guest, Cool G-Rap. Uh, G-Rap, final thoughts. Any any last words for, this, for the citizens of Boom Bap Nation on Facebook? Everybody stay safe out there. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> it's a, it's a, a lot of good people, you know, fell in the um, past past few months. Mm-hmm. So everybody stay safe. You know what I'm saying? Everybody stay in unity with each other. You know what I'm saying? Things is uh, <clears throat> as real as ever right now. And um, one love. I appreciate this Boom Bap Nation live interactive series. I'm your host, the infamous Amadeus. Make sure you follow my FM show, the infamous hour, Sirius XM, Shade 45, the Lord's here, special every single Thursday, 3 p.m. Special thank you uh, to Cool G Rap for taking the time out to talk to us. A uh, piece to Josh for Deep Concepts Media for putting all the pieces together. And of course, our sponsor, Livecast. And make sure you follow Boom Bap Nation, all social media platforms. And listen, guys, every single Thursday, we're live here on Facebook at 9 p.m. with a special legendary guest. Next week, I have Lazy Bone from the legendary Bone Thugs at Harmony and Peter Gunn. So we'll definitely see you then. Peace and blessings and make sure you stay positive and safe. See you later.